This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. The last one of the week, of course, from me, and it's going to be a bit of a surprising one, this, for me at least, because my excellent colleague Charlotte Hindle um, is going to ask me lots of questions which I haven't yet seen on the subject of safe travel in dangerous places. Charlotte, hello. Um, how can I How can I help? <laughs> yes, hi. So um, not everywhere in the world is safe. So how do we, first of all, check that where we want to travel to is a safe spot? Well, first of all, I have to state the obvious, which is that nowhere is completely safe wherever you are. In the world, there are going to be risks. What you can do is minimise them. And yes, it is fair to say that there is a fairly blurred boundary between tolerable, acceptable risks and when those risks become too much. And actually, in terms of how the travel industry calibrates that, it's very straightforward. If the Foreign Office warns against a particular location, that might be an entire country. It might be just a portion of that country um, and says, we really don't advise you to go there, then that is the boundary and anybody who does go there will quite possibly find that um, their travel insurance is invalidated, for example. But I'm sure we'll come on to that. Well, can we just... How do you check that? How do you check the advice? Oh, you just search online. It's the. It takes two seconds. Search online for the name of the country and then FCDO, which is short for the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office. But Foreign Office will do, and the name of the country. And that's the easy thing to do. But it's also worth, I find, seeing what other countries are saying. In particular, if you're travelling to the Americas, then... The US State Department has its own system of warnings and they tend to be quite a lot more specific. They'll even tell you bits of particular cities that are especially dodgy. And you find those by searching online for the name of the country and then travel state gov, G-O-V. Lovely. So can we just go back to the travel insurance issue? Yes. um, Travel insurance uh, is generally invalidated if you decide to go to a place which is against the travel, where the Foreign Office says we advise you not to travel. Increasingly, though, because we saw this ludicrous situation um, at one stage during the COVID pandemic, where they said that um, mainland Portugal was as dangerous, as far as I can remember, as parts of 
Afghanistan in terms of risk because it, it was it, it was on the red list in terms of COVID cases. So increasingly, you can get insurance cover from companies such as Battleface uh, or indeed Stashore, who will normally say, oh, you want to travel against Foreign Office advice? We'll do that, but we're going to charge you a higher premium because there's a higher risk. So what happens if you have booked somewhere and then you booked your travel maybe a year in advance or six months in advance and... Uh, where you're going to was considered a safe destination. But actually, now things have changed and it's on the Foreign Office list. Well, that, that's a difficult situation, right? Yeah, that's a great question. And it all depends whether you've booked a package holiday, which is always a great idea, because then, frankly, um, except in some very specific circumstances, you won't be taking that holiday the... Uh, it will be cancelled and you will get a full refund. That's what standardly, is standardly a word? I don't know, uh, happens with package holidays. If you've booked independently, it's a lot trickier. So, for example, um, we've seen cases of some extreme flooding. And I, I remember actually sometime back, it might even have been somewhere really quite close to home, like Prague, and the flooding was extreme. You, know, you couldn't possibly have a, a decent trip there but because flights were still going in and out of Prague airport which by the way is up on a hill um the airlines had every right to say well you know we're flying there and back the fact that you don't want to go isn't our problem although increasingly they will offer a bit of flexibility about it that might not apply to the hotelier who says your room's here there isn't a flood where we are uh, the fact that you can't get here isn't our problem so it's messy it is messy so what happens if the country goes on the foreign office list um uh, uh, you have booked um, you know independently and you do have accommodation that you've paid for you've got car hire that you've paid for it's all sort of um i suppose in country do you just you either lose that or can you then claim on your travel insurance all depends on the attitude of the various uh, uh, countries involved you might be able to put a claim in for travel insurance particularly if you say look if I go there I'll invalidate my travel insurance so obviously you've got to pay out but it is quite tricky when you've got an independent DIY lots and bits and pieces and at the very minimum they will expect you to have had a conversation with everybody who's got your money to say look you know what's happened what can I do and actually here's a little twist which is not always helpful but if they say Okay, you can have a, a voucher for a year and you can come back anytime in the next year. The travel insurance company will regard that as a cash refund. And you might think, well, I, you know, I can't go in the next year, but um, unfortunately, that will, uh, uh, you will be deemed to have had your money back. So um, one of the things that we, we get quite a lot of questions about are people who have maybe booked a destination in advance. Something has happened within um, that destination that's been in the news. It's not on the foreign office list. Um, and therefore, you know, this holiday, whether it's booked independently or as a package, it's all still going ahead. But actually, they want to cancel. Yeah, and that's all quite understandable. So the first thing to do is, and I'm sorry, it's the same old song. If you have booked a package holiday, then talk to the operator. A lot of these companies will be sympathetic. They won't necessarily say, here's our policy. 
If you don't want to go to country X because there's been some trouble there, we completely understand you can change. But if you phone up and say, and, and literally just pick up the phone and say, look, I'm booked to here. I, I don't want to go there. I'd rather go to country Y. Then they'll say, yeah, we've got a bit of availability. We can do that. Or it might cost you another 50 quid because it's a more expensive holiday. But um, we will do that. So that's so the they first. won't give you your money back. Say you don't want to travel at all. You've just well, the, the, if you're if there's a no-go warning, they have to give you your money back. Yeah. But if there isn't, no, that, that's, um, that's down to their discretion. And that's how we find out what places are safe and which, which aren't safe. Well, no, but this goes back to the first question about Foreign Office travel advice. And there's one extra set of circumstances which you've not mentioned, so let me try and um, guess this question in advance, which is that what happens if you're in a destination and suddenly everything kicks off and you are effectively yeah. somewhere that the Foreign Office says, don't go there. Well, generally, first of all, contact the um, consulate the british consulate there if you're a uk person they will generally put out uh, information it's also worth following the foreign office um, fcdo updates on twitter to find out what's happening and what what uh, the advice is your travel insurance will be valid as long as you are responsible so if you just sit there and think oh i think it's all blow over i'll be all right then that's not going to be great in terms of travel insurance. But if you say, look, um, uh, there isn't the airport's closed, there isn't going to be a flight out for three days, the British embassy says that they're trying to try and get me on that flight, then obviously a reasonable insurance company would say, well, OK, uh, we, we will keep covering you. That's wonderful. Well, that's... Uh, very... I, think, I, I think that's that subject. Well... Tick, tick. That, that's, that's kind of you say so, but can I just put in a final end-of-the-week request absolutely the biggest cause of um, I'm sorry to say death for British travellers abroad is road accidents risks increase as soon as you change the across the channel because uh, the UK has a really very very low um, road death rate I am glad to say now once you get outside Europe things get really really tricky and Anything you can do to minimise the amount of road travel is a good yeah. thing. So that's the main thing to do. The other one is accidents in water. Both of those uh, driving and accidents in water are made far more likely if you have been drinking. Nobody likes to drink more than I do, but I don't go for a swim and I certainly don't go for a drive after I have had something to drink. There we are. Anyway, it's the weekend. I hope if you're not driving or swimming that you have perhaps a drink this weekend and um, I will be back and talking to you again on Monday. Thanks for listening and thank you, Charlotte, for your very good questions. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.